the Lifted Life podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. Welcome to episode 81. Today we'll be talking about resistance. Yeah, and specifically how resistance is blocking the flow of goodness. <laughs> so, you want to jump in with your weird geeky? <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of ironic because the last episode, I think I shared how I used to relate to contrast or what it meant to me. And then we were talking about resistance this morning and I'm like, you know, how's that relate to me? And going way back to my early college days, um, studying circuits, that's the first thing you kind of learn is a resistor and how it resists current. And I was telling you that what's interesting to me is that we spent the whole semester talking about what it, what role it plays, how to calculate the current, all these things, all these things it does. And basically the principle is it resists flow. So as the current wants to flow, it resists it. And from our perspective, we're looking at all these ways of how we're resisting, resisting, resisting. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the semester, like, oh, by the way, there's the, there's the inverse, which is conductive, which is allowing, Ooh. moving on. And then we never talked about it. Mm-hmm. And then when we did talk about it, it felt weird and awkward. Like, what do you mean? There's this thing that you can allow it or, or conductance is the inverse of resistance. But um, it's just, it didn't make sense. Like it, the, the concept of resisting made total sense at the time. Because we live in a society of resistance. Mm -hmm. And I think the main reason I wanted to do this episode is because it can be a real habit to resist things you don't like and to put so much of your attention on the things that you don't prefer. And I felt it was an amazing piggyback to our last episode, Mm -hmm. which is all about contrast. Um, And so to me, resistance and contrast go together because... The contrast reveals itself and you can either resist it or you can look on the other side of the coin. You can look at what's the flow that you prefer rather than the blocking of the flow that frustrates you so much. So I think today's episode is really about this idea of looking at areas that you're resisting in your life and trying to open up to the idea of flowing with what you do want more than wrestling around with the resistance of what you don't want because as the popular saying goes what you resist persists (laughs) and so the idea of continually you will always have something to wrestle if you are wrestling your resistance that's what we should have called the episode wrestling Wrestling with resistance (laughs) a midwestern podcast episode by tim and sylvia hall (laughs) So anyway, um, there's a lot of other topics like that come to mind with resistance. Personally, I'm not a big Star Wars gal, but you are a big Star Wars. I'm a big Star Wars gal. Um, You are a great big Star Wars gal, and so um, the resistance in that is a whole other thing. Yeah. So in Star Wars, the resistance is the good guys resisting the bad guys. So the the bad guys are enforcing this thing on the galaxy and these re- the resistance is going against it mm-hmm. which is not really the way we well wanted. It's, a, it's a great analogy but it's mm-hmm. like i don't actually believe that either because i think i mean it's it's a fantasy movie but i think both people think they're the good guys like mm-hmm. they both think they're doing what's right from their point of view so it feels weird to use that analogy but 
very generally yes but i do think when you buy into the idea that someone's a bad guy and then you're the good guy like Mm -hmm. it kind of creates this victim type mindset and i think we're trying to move away from that Mm -hmm. with this idea of moving away from resistance and moving into the flow the allowing the easement of pursuing what it is you want versus giving your constant and continual attention to what you don't want right it's funny because you know we say this and i even say this and i catch myself at times saying but i don't like this this is happening to me mm-hmm. and then stopping like no it's not happening to you you're you're creating it mm-hmm. and that this is a great guidance system this is great feedback that this is something you don't like mm-hmm. but the good news is the inverse is what you like well, and I think a lot of times the more you resist it, the more it just keeps coming back in droves. It gets bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. Yeah. Whereas instead, if you're like, this is what's happening. Like for me, the thing that comes to mind is one of my lifelong battles of, I don't even like Santa like that. Mm. One of my, I'm really particular about my words. Let's see. One of my big lessons that I've been embracing and exploring is the symptom of a headache. And I've found that my somewhat sensitive 11-year-old will occasionally also experience these. And I could believe that, you know, oh, we just both have this genetic thing that causes us to have it. But I just, that doesn't really serve me or work for me. It doesn't put me in the driver's seat. Instead, I think we both have a tendency to feel things very deeply, not be able to make sense of them immediately. And then there's this manifestation in the physical, which is, head pain because I've done some really cool research on headaches and they can't really even show exactly what's happening in a headache. It's not like a physical change, which leads me to believe it's very much an energetic and emotional response. All that to say, when I do get a headache, there is so much resistance. It is silly. I'm almost like a toddler throwing a temper tantrum, but it's internally like this again, this again, here I am trying to show up in the world in a big way and serve people and make content and encourage and do all of these things and create projects and express myself. And I'm down for the count and, you know, with this headache again, physical pain and the resistance I have towards that, of course, is not a healing energy. It is not a nourishing, nurturing response. And it creates more uproar in my body. It, the resistance is just as bad as the physical pain sometimes. So what I make it mean and what I, yeah. all of that. Yeah. Is it, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but is it fair to say that you're resisting something and when it persists, it persists in a physical form? I'm resisting the physical pain. I don't like to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. physically. I also don't like to be uncomfortable physically with temperatures. Yeah. As you know, As if I know, yes. it gets warm, I'll change my clothes. And if it gets cold again, I will change my clothes. And it may be five minutes apart, but that's and okay. It, but I don't like to be physically uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, Tim. Like, if it's warmer inside, I'm like, I got to go outside to get fresh air and cool down. But if it's, like, cool outside, I'm like, ooh, I need to get inside, warm up. Like, all blankets, you know, shed as much clothes as socially acceptable. Um, because I don't like to be physically uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't know what all this means exactly. But I will tell you that in that moment of physical pain that manifests as a headache, the resistance to it adds fuel to the fire Mm. and when i can allow or surrender to slowing down and um, usually meditating cool washcloth on my head exploring emotional components like what stressed me out what Mm. am i 
unwilling to feel that is manifesting in the physical, because that's been a big part of what I've learned about myself is that uh, oftentimes a headache will come after something stressful or shocking or scary. Um, And so rather than resisting the headache, I don't love to say I surrender to it, but I surrender to the flow of life. Mm -hmm. And I'm more willing to slow down and accept where I am in this actual moment. But there's something beautiful that happens when you do that. When you slow down and accept the moment, the moment can change or transition. Um, And when you fight it, then you stay stuck in that pattern. Right? Yeah. I'm trying to think back. Like, I I totally get what you're saying that um, when this comes upon, like, I don't want this and you start resisting it and then it it can manifest into something bigger. But I, I was curious if it was even before that, you think even there's something resisting before that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that it's a resistance to an emotion or yeah. a resistance yeah. to the way something happened. That's interesting to think about it that way. Right. Instead of allowing to myself to feel that there's a slight timer in the background, yeah. that means the slime is ready for a check. <laughs> That's the kids downstairs. Good luck, kids. Hope Make your slime, slime be, be slimy. Slime. <laughs> or not slimy. Gooey. Yeah. Okay. So there's resistance all along the way, right? If I'm resisting an emotion or an experience and saying it shouldn't be this way, it shouldn't be that way. People shouldn't do this and they shouldn't do that. And then that creates tension in my body. I'm not Mm -hmm. allowing the flow. Then it create because of that resistance, I experience a physical manifestation of the emotional symptom. And then I resist that and I'm like, nope, I said I was doing all these things today and then I have a headache. And then I resist that because I had an agenda and my agenda got, so there's so much resistance. Mm -hmm. And I am not the master of this episode 81. (laughs) (laughs) But it's part of, I think, what I'm here to learn. I'm here for it. I'm here for the journey. I'm here for the lesson. I'm open to it. There's a lot of times where I point out that, like, well, that's not something you really thrive at. But I no. guess 81 is for me. No, but I, I think that that's one of the best parts about growing and, and becoming better at what, at what you do. Yeah, you're not. We're not experts in everything. Right. But the awareness of that we're not and the awareness of there is a better way. And, and the willingness of, to explore it. Yeah. That's, I think, where yeah. I'm really. That's how you learn from your mistakes anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Would you want to learn from somebody that's never made a mistake? but they can tell you all yours. Like, <laughs> like that doesn't make sense. Like you right. learn from experience. Yeah. Right. Agree. Yep. So, um, well, let's take a quick break. We'll um, do a shout out to the show sponsor, and then we'll get back to talking about resistance a bit. So this week's sponsor is Redoxy. 300 milligram and 1000 milligram because they are back in stock. We did a massive sellout a few weeks back and we, kind of saw it happening but it happened so fast over a weekend that we couldn't even get our reorder in until it was just way too late and then we've been out of stock so i want to talk really quickly about the difference between ascorbic acid and whole c so i see um first in order to share about that i want to share that when i first made the blend it has ascorbic acid in it and someone questioned me and they said, why didn't you include whole C? And I was like, well, I have my reasons. What I included was a specific dosage based on a study of college students that were given 500 milligrams of ascorbic acid vitamin C. And they were able to show that they had significantly less test anxiety. And um, that was one of the main reasons I included it. Mm. 
that dosage. So then I looked into whole C, which is, it's kind of complicated. And um, I was really thrilled. This was right around the time that I found the researcher Doris Lowe, who I've become a mega fan girl of. Um, I've talked a little bit about my medical trauma on the show, and I have a really hard time knowing who to trust. Best learned to trust myself beyond that. It's nice to have a few advisors of people that really understand things on a deep level. But if you think about it, no one knows you better than yourself. I know. And some people are really intelligent when it comes to the intricacies of how our body systems work. Mm -hmm. That's not actually my strong suit. Um, it's not, or I'm strong enough to know when I recognize someone who knows more than me, I have a keen enough level of self-awareness to say, uh, this person really understands these things. And that's actually what's guided me is that intuitive nature of, oh my goodness, I can tell they understand this. So I found Doris and I said, Hey, I'm being questioned on if I should have included whole C instead of ascorbic acid. And that was when it all changed. Everything Mm -hmm. changed as far as my understanding of, um, ascorbic acid and how it works in the body. She assured me that including ascorbic acid was a very good choice because when you use whole C, which is basically purely derived from uh, a berry or a fruit of some sort, you're only getting a tiny amount of ascorbic acid from that. And ascorbic acid is what is required by all life forms. So I have went on to study a lot of Doris's work and some important things that she shared are that ascorbic acid is a redox molecule that supports all basic biological functions. And when you are under attack, disease in any manner, no matter what it is, you need more ascorbic acid. And um, animals make their own ascorbic acid, but we don't. And primates don't make ascorbic acid, but they eat about six grams of ascorbic acid a day, but we don't. And as our levels of electromagnetic frequency go up in our environment, our ascorbic acid levels are being depleted at a way faster rate, which creates or encourages more oxidative stress in the body. So all that to say, I stand by our use of ascorbic acid and I truly believe that it is what our bodies need in current times. So Redoxy 300 is a great starting place. If you've already been taking vitamin C or you've taken the 300s for a while and you're ready to up that dose, you can uh, now get both the 300 or the 1000s because they're both back in stock. What you got? So I'd like to try to summarize that for a layman like me to understand that. Hmm. Um, what I got from that was uh, just like our probiotics, just like also with Redoxy, that um, our environment's changed. Yes. And we're not like we used to be thousands of years ago. And we have an influx of different things happening to us. And this is a way to help combat that. Yes. Is that and, right? Yeah. That's a great yeah. summary. The probiotics address mood and energy issues from a gut health perspective Mm -hmm. and redoxy addresses mood energy disease prevention from a cellular perspective and i've never been more excited about this combination of protecting and embracing health Mm -hmm. and um i really do uh think my lucky stars that i stole upon the work of doris Lowe because she's really inspired me and helped me to stay abreast very important excuse me, important knowledge that um, I didn't know about. So 
All right, that's long enough of a rant on Redoxy. <laughs> that was the show sponsor, sweetie. Oh, thank you, Redoxy. Right. Okay, so um, back to resistance. In order to kind of just keep it flowing or wrap it up or take it in a whole nother way. Yes? Do you have that quote? Quote. Oh, yes, I from... do. Thank you. Today's quote is brought to you by Mother Teresa. <laughs> she said, I will never attend an anti-war rally. If you have a peace rally, invite me. Break it down, Tim. So what that means to me is, or what I hear her saying is, if you focus on anti-war, you just push against it and you make more and more and more and more anti things but she wasn't for that she was for peace yes so if you focus on peace then you persist that yes yes good so it's not i think the most important thing is like what you talk about you bring about it's the law of attraction Mm -hmm. so anti-war the universe doesn't hear anti it just hears war we were talking about this in the car with our kids yeah they were saying that with all this virus stuff going around and it's just stressful to say, I'm not going to be stressed out about this. I don't want to be stressed out about it. I don't mm-hmm. want to think about it. Don't think about that. And they were saying, but then I stress about it and I think about it. Yeah. And so we were saying the words we choose and the words we use matter. Mm-hmm. So rather than saying, I don't want to stress out about it, identify how you do want to feel. I'd love to just feel healthy and strong, peaceful and protected. And by identifying how they want to feel, it's the exact example of what we're saying here. Don't resist something. Instead, lean into what you do want. Lean mm-hmm. into the allowing of those emotions. And so just like that quote, it's not about anti-war. That's too much war. It's mm-hmm. all about bringing in peace and having a peace rally or a peace party or however you want to say it. Yeah. Um, I also wrote down a quick definition of the word resistance. The refusal to accept or comply with something. The attempt to prevent something by action or argument. See how it's all very combative. Mm-hmm. Um, the refusal and action or argument. Do you want to spend your whole life arguing against something? It's like the invitation to... See, I did it again last week. I said I invite people a lot. Hmm. Well, I'm not shoving you there. I'm just yeah. inviting you. Instead of saying, I don't like the consumerism of constantly watching TV. I am anti-TV. Well, couldn't you just be pro pen and paper? Couldn't you just be pro art, pro music, pro... Like, that's the idea I think we're trying to express. Instead of being against something so strongly, the energy of resisting, the energy of being against is depleting. It's also repelling, right? It's not attracting. So like other people, I guess you could find other people that you'll find other people that also want to argue. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying there isn't a time to speak your truth to someone that it's different than their truth. And it might feel a bit argumentative, but couldn't it just be a discussion? But really what we're saying, well, I feel like it goes back to boundaries too. I mean, you can have a boundary, like this is what I believe. This is what I stand for. But it's when you go, pushing it and projecting it upon people, that's when it's resistance, in my opinion. That's how I see it. Well, a boundary is if you start to shout about this, then I will not continue to speak with you Mm -hmm. about it. So a boundary is, I'd love to have a discussion about this and hear what you have to say about it, but it needs to be respectful. If it's not respectful, then I won't continue to discuss this with Mm -hmm. you. And I think that we all know people that we'd rather not discuss things with, and there's people like, ooh, I'd love to get into a discussion with them about it because... Yeah, so I'm going through all this in my head, and I feel like someone could easily listen to this and be like, wait, you're telling me just to let everyone do whatever they want? And let, like, 
Well, in some ways. In some ways, yes, allowing them to do it. But in other ways. Um, well, not allowing them to do it. Allowing others to have their own experience buys you peace. If you're not willing to allow others their own experience and you feel like you have to convince them of something, you will be exhausted your whole life yeah. because everyone has a different experience. Their life, their childhood, everything about their life brought in different experiences than you have. And so their narrative, their story is different. Mm. But if there's an agreement that they want to discuss something, like that's a whole nother thing versus mm-hmm. trying to convince someone of something. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Did I throw you off track? No, it's good. Um, just kind of letting it all kind of sink in, thinking about like what you said is good. Like, like we're talking with the kids, like it's like you, it's not that you can't think about the virus. It's just like, but you don't need to focus on it. You don't need to think about it all the time, but um, just because something's there doesn't mean, and you think about it, doesn't mean that you're resisting it necessarily. Mm-hmm. But if you constantly just find different ways to resist, different ways to think about it, different ways to think about how you don't want that and how bef- before long you're going to see it in everything. Mm-hmm. And that's when you're resisting it. Yeah. It, it, and that's, yeah. it's happening. It's rampant. So yeah. I think this lesson of give your attention to what you do want to create more of, that's kind of the antidote to resistance. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get you and I, we were talking about, what is the opposite of resistance or what are we trying to encourage? And we didn't really have an exact word allowing, allowing you or was there another one? Well, in electronics is conductance. So it's resistance and conductance. They're inverse, inversely related. Yeah. Conductance. Yeah. That didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) It works, but right. Uh, So overall, as I like to do when it comes to living a lifted life, as this show implies, and as we're here to encourage and inspire you to do, I would love for you to take a look at areas that you are resisting and see what is on the other side of that and what it might look like to embrace or allow Mm -hmm. and use that to create more of what you do want instead of continually giving your attention and your focus to what you don't want. And I think that's what it's all about. All right. Well, that's a wrap. We appreciate you listening to the Lifted Life podcast brought to you by Lifted Naturals every week on Tuesday. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a rating and review. Those help us a ton. Share it with a friend. Share us to your stories. Reach out and let us know if you loved it or if you didn't. We're happy to hear from you. Have a great week. Bye.